It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Woohoo! All right. Hello, everybody. Glad you're here. Can't, can't I leave now? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Dang, dude. She wasn't lying. She said she was going to be out here as soon as she introduced the show. She She's is gone. Totally. <laughs> oh, oh man. my goodness, that's crazy. Off to the All spa. Right, there went Cheryl. It's just us dudes now. You're in our hands. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So that's right, guys. Give your give her a hundred bucks and say see you later. Boy. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, today's show, it's Valentine's Day special for guys anyway. That's right, guys. Get up in here. Come on. We're going to be cooking dinner for your sweetheart. It's easy. And, man, I tell you what we've done. Here's what we've done. We made it simple. We're going to be doing, for an appetizer, a crab and cream cheese dip. Oh, we did this a couple years ago. This is very, this is really good. Delicious and easy. Okay. We're going to do, for the entree, baked chicken spaghetti. Super simple. You'll see. You'll see. Hang around. We're going to do a side salad. Easy. Easy. And for dessert, doesn't get any easier than this, chocolate pudding. Oh, man. With my a favorite. chocolate chip cookie stuck in it. My mm. favorite. Oh. Yeah, man. Excellent. Simple, easy Valentine's Day, y'all. This is for all you dudes that forgot to get to the store on time, you know. But Valentine's Day is coming, fellas. You got to make a good impression. This is your chance to get love. Woo. <laughs> Let us help you shoot that Cupid's arrow of love. <laughs> but, man, we've got a good show planned for you. Everything is easy, easy, easy. I guarantee it. We've got a couple tricks and steps. If you want to do something different, you can do it. It all works out the same. Good. And maybe a little smoochy smoochy. Maybe a little smoochy smoochy. You never know. You know, Tim, there was <laughs> there was this couple. Valentine's Day always reminds me of this. They haven't been married a little while. Next thing you know, they're filing for divorce. And they're in front of the judge, you know. And the judge asked the, the young man, you know, buddy of mine, says, Eric, what, what do you think? You know, what what do you have to say? And Eric goes, Your Honor, we've been married five weeks, and we've never agreed on anything. I, it's not going to work. 
And, you know, Judge says, okay, well, Gene, what do you have to say? Well, first of all, Your Honor, it's been six weeks. Who <laughs> love is in the air. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark, the Valentine's Day. Guys, get in the kitchen and cook your sweetheart's dinner show. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Cheryl's not here. Tim is, though. We I am. We kicked Cheryl out. Actually, we didn't have a chance to kick her out. She ran out. <laughs> Man, you heard that old adage, don't let the door hit you in the behind on the way out. It didn't. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. So here we go now. Today's show, we're doing baked spaghetti for the entree. Baked chicken spaghetti, okay? We're also doing um, a crab and cream cheese appetizer, which is super simple. And we're going to do a side salad, super simple. And we're also doing a um, dessert that's, again, the way you serve it is going to make it look delicious. All it is is pudding, chocolate pudding, instant chocolate pudding. Oh, my favorite, man. <laughs> Add a little milk, stir it up. It's made. I told you, easy, y'all. So let's get rolling here. For uh, uh, To get going here, we're going to uh, get our sp- spaghetti going. But this meal, you can make it ahead of time. And we're going to talk about that as we get it all going. Because basically, we're going to take all these ingredients. We're going to boil some spaghetti. You need a package of a, a 10-ounce package of spaghetti. Get fettuccine if you want. Get, um, you know, if you have a, a, another type of that you would prefer, get it, you know, of pasta. That's cool. I like using spaghetti for this dish because it's a baked dish. And we're going to add some grated cheese to it. We're going to add some sliced mushrooms. We're going to add some shredded chicken. So we're adding a lot of stuff to it. And the reason I like doing the spaghetti is it gives you a, it just helps keep everything all mixed in together really nicely. It kind of ties it all together. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. I see, I knew I could make your eyes roll. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We got a thousand of them. I mean, I'm reaching in the bag of some frozen chicken breasts here. And I'm just pulling out some of the more oddly shaped ones. The ones that wouldn't be real good grilled up. We bought this. It's a bag of frozen, boneless, skinless chicken breasts. They come in usually a three-pound bag or a two-pound bag maybe and a four-pound bag. But uh, I like some of them. The breasts are big and flat, which are perfect for throwing on a Jindor grill. Oh, yeah. You know, and then putting on a bun. Mm. Delicious. Put a little avocado on there, salt and pepper, tomato. A little barbecue sauce maybe. Oh, man, I'm going to have to stop right there. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. So I picked out some of these chicken breasts here, and we're going to poach these, okay? Now, if you don't want to mess with cooking this, about three or four cans of uh, chicken, canned chicken. It's already cooked, chunked. It's already diced up. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. All you do is open the can and dump it in, okay? So depending on your cooking ability, no worries, you know. I'm going to show you how to poach this, though. It's super easy. Take a skillet with a lid, 
and I'm using my um, my chicken fryer. A chicken fryer, y'all, is a skillet, but it's got steep sides. It's got three-inch sides, and they're straight up, perpendicular, you know, going up the pan. And it's a 10-inch skillet, but with the, I love those tall, straight sides. It makes it wonderful when you're cooking things, stirring stuff, especially what we're going to be doing here. You don't have to worry about it getting out, getting all over the place. We got a high heat going, Timmy. Okay, cool. On high, cooking with gas on high. We're going to add about a cup of water. I'm getting my perfect mixing bowl out here. It's the two-cup one. So we're going to go, we're going to guess. Yeah, about there. Want about a cup of water in here in the skillet. Just pour it in. We got the heat on. We're rolling there. Okay. Now, just a little pinch of salt. So to do that, here's what I do. I take the salt shaker in my hand, put a little in the, in the cup of my hand. And what it is is enough that you do is want to pinch it between your thumb and forefinger. Just sprinkle it in. Sprinkle it in. Okay. Good to go. Good to go. Here we go. Our chicken breasts. I'm putting three breasts in here, okay? Okay, three breasts. There we go. High heat. Putting the lid on. That's it. Now, how long do you let these cook for, Dale? We're going to let these go about seven minutes. Okay. So if you have a talking timer, a braille timer, you know, the tactile timer, cool. We got that going. Now, we've got another pot of water going here, okay? And that's for, we're using, this is the perfect job, y'all, for the locking lid, the stainless steel locking lid pasta pots. Uh, we've got the six-quart one up here. I've got it two-thirds of the way full with water. So, our water's boiling, okay? It's these locking lids pots. They have like a colander lid, if you will. Yep. Probably the middle... Um, Probably from about two and a half inches from the outside lip of the can. I mean, the lip of the can, lip of the pot, the lid. Coming back in, it is um, a bunch of little holes, which allows, of course, the water to drain. You put the lid on. There's a rivet on each side. You put the lid on so the handle on the lid is pointing towards each side to the, um, to the handles on the pot. Fit it in, it fits in place, give it a little twist, and it's locked in place. Yeah, and it's, so, and it's basically about half the, uh, it's like half, the, half of the, uh, of the uh, cover, and you, usually, you just set it up so it's facing, the holes are facing away from you, so when you take it over the sink, you just dump it out. Dump it out, put on your kitchen grip mitts, because there's going to be some steam and stuff coming out. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Just turn it upside, dump it out. It strains all the water out. So no matter if you're doing pasta, uh, boiling eggs, potatoes, whatever, dump it out. Okay, our pasta, our spaghetti, or if you decide to use fettuccine, I am taking it and breaking it into thirds. Okay, there we go. Try to break it. When I was holding it in my hand, I came down. Here we go. I got a little bit more left in this bag. I'm doing the whole bag of boodle. Because, again, folks, this thing is it's delicious. You and your date aren't going to eat it all. No. Which makes great because there's going to be some for leftovers, which is even better because, man, one of my favorite leftovers. You ever had a cold spaghetti sandwich? Woo! So here's what I'm doing, y'all. I'm grabbing my left hand. The spaghetti's at the very end. 
There's none sticking out past the past my pinky, past the end there. My right hand, I'm getting a, oh, about an inch or so of space between the two, and I'm just bending it down in the middle, lifting up with both my hands towards each other. That breaks it. It also, when the spaghetti breaks, it kind of splinters. Okay, so all those splinters go down in your pot. You're not going to go all over the house. Your guide dog's not going to be crunching on stuff, and you can't no. figure out what it is. Okay, I'm just kind of stirring up the spaghetti here a little bit, kind of getting it broken up. We're on high heat there. Our chicken, I'm going to turn down to a medium high. They're not doing anything yet. We're just going to let them go. We've got time. Remember, we're pre-making everything. Okay, so we're setting the timer for seven minutes, y'all, for the spaghetti. We want to do go al dente. We don't want to cook it all the way through. Al dente. This thing's still going to go in the oven, okay? So we've got our lid back on. We're letting it do its thing. We're on high there. Nice. Medium high for our chicken. It's just chickening away, so we're cool there. So now let's get our cheese going, y'all. Now, we need to grate our cheese, okay? We want eight ounces of cheddar, sharp cheddar, sharp cheddar cheese, and about two cups of mozzarella. Now, if you want to buy a block of it, you got a grater at home, you want to grate it, knock yourself out. It's a little bit cheaper that way. If you um, would rather buy it pre-grated, do that. Uh, two 8-ounce bags of mozzarella, one 8-ounce bag of sharp cheddar. Try to get grated, not shredded. Shredded's a little finer, grated's a little bigger, so you're going to have a little more flavor, okay? So I'm pulling a paper plate down, guys. I've got a pyramid grater. A box grater is actually what it's called. Ours is a pyramid. It's only got three graters. The box ones, of course, have four sides. So, and they usually have different grates on them. But the cool thing is they're really nice because they're stable. You know, little hand graters, everything's moving around. You'll see how we do this here. This will be excellent. So here's my block of sharp cheddar. Cutting the plastic off of it. Hello, sharp cheddar. Man, you know what, Tim? I'm going to have to just cut me a corner. Oh, yeah. Mm. I love sharp cheddar. Sorry. Now, you, remember, you got to grate it, Dale, Dale, not eat it. I know, man. <laughs> I love sharp cheddar. Okay, so we're just grating down our sharp cheddar, our block here. Okay, while we're grating, the timer just went off on our chicken. So let me finish. We're almost done grating this sharp cheddar. We just got a little bit left. Be careful when you get close that you don't put any finger parts in there. No, no. skin off the knuckles. You know, the other good thing about grating this, you always get down that one little bit you can't really grade. You get to eat it. So you just eat it. Okay, we're hopping back over here to the stovetop, y'all. There's our lid to our chicken. Let's see. Chicken's still frozen on the top, but it won't be on the bottom. So let me get my little turner here. What I'm going to do, I'm just lifting up because the top of the chicken's cold. Yeah. The bottom's going to be warm. I'm just flipping it over. Each little piece of chicken, flip it over. Nice. We're getting there. Good, good, good. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. The bottom side is a little bit thawed, a little bit, not really cooked. It really hasn't gotten going yet. But once it does, look out. Now, while I got it flipped here, 
I'm going to put a little bit of garlic powder on it. Just a couple shakes of garlic powder. And then also a shake of onion powder. Ooh, nice. Onto the chicken. Okay, so we'll put the lid back on the chicken and just let it keep on keeping on, keeping on its course. Our pasta is still cooking. It'll be done in here in just a minute, so we're going to need to get ready to drain it. We've got our cheese grated. Okay. Now, we're going to grate the mozzarella. And on this grater, we had a, um, a real thin grate, a medium, and a real jumbo grate, I guess you could call it. So that's what we used was the jumbo grate. For the sharp, yeah. For the sharp. And we're going to do it for both. Because when this is at their bacon, you want some big pieces of this cheese to kind of melt down. We want all these flavors to meld together. The cheese, the mushrooms, the spaghetti sauce. We want it all to come together. Let me get another paper plate. And we'll do our mozzarella cheese. I'm just taking a knife here and cutting these open. Ta-da. Now this one I'm not even going to save the package. Because we're just going to do all the cheese. Now this whole big old block, I'll cut this block of mozzarella down into thirds just to make it easier to grate. If you have a food processor, you might want to indulge yourself on that, but that cleanup can be a booger on that when you do cheese in it, can it? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. All right, before we do our mozzarella, poo, our pasta's done, so we're going to dump it. Let me get my grips mitts on. Okay, got them. I'm going to turn the heat on this burner down. Okay. Now, with the locking lid pots, the lid is locked in place. We just take it into the sink, Dump it, and there we are. Nice, strained, and drained. Boom. No Ready easy, to go. no mess, no burning, no, nothing. No burning, no hot water, no steam going everywhere. Good to go. Now I'm going to spray some cold water on everything here just to get the pasta to stop cooking. Kind of turn it off. Oh, I took the lid off, y'all. <laughs> that would help. Okay, there we go. Beautiful. All right. Put the lid back on here in just a second. And we'll let this uh, spaghetti just sit in this cool water. It'll stop it from cooking. Okay. Which is definitely what we need. You don't want it to overcook get too soft you don't want it real real soft no because then it's like ah yuck kind of mushy kind of mushy okay we'll put this over here and let it rest so we've got our spaghetti ready our sauce is ready it's just open the jar we're getting our cheese ready. Our mushrooms are ready because we bought the the, uh, the sliced. Oh, excellent. Already ready to go. So we just have to dump everything into a bowl here in just a second. We'll get our mozzarella cheese grated. And then we're almost done making the entree, y'all. We'll put everything together. And then when, it's, when you're ready, you'll need to throw it in the oven, covered, bake it at 350 for about 30 minutes. Awesome. That's it. Now, if you can pick up some Parmesan cheese, 
not the imitation stuff, you know, and the green thing. Get some real cheese. Get some real Parmesan cheese. Yeah, some real stuff. All right, we've almost got our cheese grated here, Tim. Excellent. Why don't we uh, take a break here? Okay. We'll come back, put all this together. We'll show you how to mix all this up, and then we'll talk about doing our uh, sides. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Cheryl! <laughs> Cheryl's not here, man. He's not here. <laughs> it's me and Tim. It's Valentine's special. Guys, get your butts in the kitchen and cook dinner. Show. <laughs> no, no, it's the guys get in there and cook dinner for your sweetheart show. So here we are, man. Our chicken is uh, looking good. I'm going to grab a colander here. It's the old collapsible one. Oh, those are nice. You know, that has the, uh, the strainer on it to the bottom where it will either drain or it won't. There we go. So we get it set to where it won't drain. So we're going to pull our chicken out, y'all. It's been just sitting in here cooking nicely. Okay. What I'm doing is just sticking it with a fork. And I can kind of feel it's, by letting the fork slide into it, if it's cooked through, the fork's going to just slide right into it. If it's not cooked all the way through, it's going to be a little tougher. <laughs> I'm chasing a piece across the pan. It was a little bitty piece. There's another little bitty piece. Got it. These little pieces. <laughs> They're a little Every tough time to I catch. Try to, yeah, I stick them. He goes running across. I'm like, get crazy on me. I'll get, get the tongs. <laughs> so what I'm going to do with the chicken real quick. Now we can shred it. We can cut it, chop it. I'm just hitting it with some cold water. Open the Twist this open so this colander becomes a colander again. So that water will drain out of there. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do with them. Lay it on here. Let me get my knife. Get our uh, carving knife here. Makes the mice cringe every time I pull it out. Yeah. I'm going to slice this across the breast at about a 30 degree angle, okay, into what I'm hoping is about oh quarter inch strips. It's kind of what I'm feeling like. I'm holding the chicken breast between my uh, middle finger and my thumb, mm -hmm. okay. My forefinger is on top of the chicken breast, and it, from where I made the last cut, I slide it back what I feel is about a quarter inch, and then I move the blade to it, okay? And that way, it allows me to keep my angle with the blade. As I'm slicing, I'm gripping it with my, my hand, and then I have the, the forefinger of the hand that's holding the knife over the blade oh, on yeah. top of it. So yep. it kind of helps as a little pointer. Let me see how I did. Oh, nice. Man, I did great. Awesome, awesome. We, we don't want to eat this. We just want to look at it. It's yeah, exactly. Just take a, take a picture of this on your iPhone. Yeah, take a picture. It lasts longer, dude. <laughs> Same thing, doing another breast here. 
This one's a little bit wider, so I'm just holding it down now with my forefinger and thumb. And again, using my middle finger, I mean my ring finger, my forefinger. Hey, that's it. I was running out of fingers. Yeah, really? Using, using my forefinger as a guide. Again, my forefinger is perpendicular, straight up and down. And I bring the knife blade back to where it rests against my nail. Okay, that way it's the nail. It's not a piece of skin. It's not your finger. It's not your knuckle. It's nothing that's going to cut real easily. I mean, if you cut off your fingernail, you missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now listen, if you're, if you're wanting to start learning how to slice again, doing it the blind way, you know, if you just recently lost your sight or something, again, same way, holding it down and just using my forefinger. And man, these are making nice, good slices. Awesome. But we have that, that nylon knife, you know. Yeah, that's a great it's little a, knife. It's actually a lettuce knife, but it's a great knife for learning how to, you know, getting used to slicing again. Because it's all repetition, you know. It's all just doing it over and over again. So what I'm ending up here with y'all is a whole bunch of strips of chicken. Nice. Now, again, if you're using the canned chicken, you're already done. You're waiting on us. We're catching up. We're almost there, Exactly. Man. We're getting ready. Are you? Can you hear it? Can you feel it? Can you sense it? Are you excited? We're getting ready to build it. And I guarantee you, you build it, they will eat it. Yes. <laughs> I love getting homemade pasta sauces. So I'll make a bunch of them and then can them, you know, make one and can a bunch. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay, so here we go. In our bowl, we're going to add our pasta. So I'm just taking it right out of the bowl. We've drained it. Because it was in our locking lid pasta pot. Okay. There's our pasta in the bowl. Now, let's add the chicken. Chicken in the bowl. Okay. See how easy this is, y'all? Uh, really easy. Cheese. Got one plate here of mozzarella. There it goes. Now save a little bit before you dump it in, if you want, for your salad. Okay. Cheddar cheese, same way. Save a handful to put on a salad. Put the rest right in here. Now I'm just going to reach in the bottom. I'm just going to start mixing everything up. Okay, we're getting the spaghetti mixed in with the chicken and with the cheese. Everything's getting all mixed in. Everybody's getting to know each other, getting along well. I like it. It's always nice when everybody gets along good. Okay. Very good. Nice. Okay. Now our mushrooms. We've got a pint of sliced white mushrooms. If you want to do portobello, if you want to do tataki or whatever you know if you want to do something different do it if you don't want to put mushrooms in it at all don't if you want to put diced onion in it do it flavor it make your spaghetti your way if you want to use meatballs instead of the chicken that we just did do it if you want to use ground meat brown that add it see what i'm saying yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you could use ground turkey if you wanted. Do it your way. Yeah, yeah. Ground turkey's beautiful. 
So I'm just adding the, the mushrooms. I'm just looking for big ones. If there's any great big ones, you know, big old hunkers, you know how sometimes these mushrooms are when they're sliced. They're huge. I'm just breaking them down so that they're, again, not real small, but I want them to be, you know, bite-sized pieces. They're big enough that you could stab one with your fork easily. You wouldn't be chasing it all over the skillet. <laughs> no. Come back, Shane, I said, come back. Okay. So now from here, we've got our mushrooms in. So, again, I'm going to mix it all up. Mix it well, mix it all up. I'm going to mix in the mushrooms with the chicken, with the spaghetti, with everything. I'm kind of pulling the spaghetti apart as I feel it in my hands to make sure it separates and we don't have a big old glob of spaghetti, you know? Oh, yeah, all stuck together. All stuck together. We want everything mixed in so when this is served up, your valentine will not only get some mushrooms, they'll get some spaghetti, they'll get some cheese, they'll get some chicken. It's going to be delicious. Man, I can already taste this on a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Yum, yum. Yeah, I like to get, Grandma did it, buttered bread, and then pile this cold spaghetti on it. Slap another piece of buttered bread on top of that, and mm, it's delicious. Just rinsing my hands off. Now our hands are fixing to get really messy, Tim. Oh, yeah, here's the good part. So let's talk about our spaghetti sauce, okay? Got a jar right here. Yeah, now we're opening up the pasta sauce. Off the shelf, they come in all kinds of different flavors, y'all. So check them out. Some are spicy, some are not. Some have a bunch of... This one has um, mushrooms and oregano in it. Mm, nice. Added, I guess, extra. Okay, so there's that. Now, I'm going to add... a um, Two teaspoons of garlic... And two teaspoons, well, garlic powder, I'm sorry, y'all, and onion powder. Just a little bit more to this spaghetti sauce. That way it'll give it a little different taste. Yep. A little stronger. And then you can really say, did you make this? Yes. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to tell what part you played in making it. Correct, <laughs> correct. Like, you know, and don't embellish it. Don't be saying you grew the tomatoes since they were little babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You grew the wheat for the pasta. I don't want to tell you what we had to do for the cheese. <laughs> all right. Now we got everything. We're going to get it all stirred up here. Let me find my spoon. I had a big wooden spoon here. So now we're going to stir it all up. You can try to use a spoon like I'm doing here. But I tell you what, it's not going to work. You're still going to have to get your hands in it. What I'm doing right now with the spoon is I'm just lifting down on the bottom, lifting straight up and piling it on top in the middle so that everything kind of falls in. This way we can kind of get the spaghetti sauce to mix in with everything. Yeah, that's a good idea. Man, this is going to be so good. It's delicious. I love this dish. It's so easy to make, and it'll, it'll feed you for a day or two. Oh, yeah. Easily, you know, and this is another one of those that after it's over, 
you know, after you've eaten it on them for a day, go ahead and pull some off and freeze it. This will be a great snack down the road. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now we've got it in our bowl. If you're making this ahead of time, just cover your bowl, put it in the fridge, and wait until about, you know, 45 minutes before you need it, an hour before you need it. Pull it out. What we want to do is put it in a 9 by 13 pan. Glass is preferable. If you don't have glass, that's cool. Put it in there, spray it with some vegetable spray, and we want to bake it at 350 for 30 minutes. Pull it out, let it rest for about five minutes, and it's ready to serve. That's it. Bing, bang, boom. Okay? Now, let's talk about the salad, Tim. Excellent. Salad Excellent. is easy. Yep. Salad is a bag of romaine lettuce already pre-cut. Now, if some grocery stores even have different different salads already prepared. Yeah, it's like a mix. Yeah. It's already a mix in a bag ready to go. You buy that, dump it into a bowl, and we're good. There's your salad. How easy. If you don't have that, a bag of romaine lettuce, I usually get a bag of spinach leaf lettuce. Okay, just spinach leaf just and mix those two together. Then I add in some grated carrot. I add in some grated cheese. I might slice up a red onion. Uh, put a few rings of that in there. Add a banana pepper. Tomatoes. Quarter those. Put them in. To quarter tomato, just cut it straight down top to bottom. And then, you know, cut it into quarters. Four quarters straight top to bottom. Then remember to cut out where the stem is. Right there in the top, that top corner, that little piece, you can just snap that off once you get it cut in the corner. It's easy to do. All right. So there's your salad. Pick up a salad dressing. Um, Italian is always popular. It's kind of an oil and vinegar type thing. Thousand Island Ranch. I think all all people like ranch. You know, good to go there. Okay. So now where does that leave us? Hmm. The appetizer. This one's very hard. Very difficult. And again, this can be pre-made. So I've got a uh, box of cream cheese, eight ounces. <clears throat> I'm just putting my knife in, and I know I'm going to need a call from Miss Powers. <laughs> but I'm cutting three sides of this, and once you get the knife going, it's this aluminum, it just cuts real easy. Peel it open, and you want to try to keep your block of cream cheese in a block. Okay? And we're going to Where's my plate here? There it is. Right here. Plop this right in the middle. You want to put that square of cream cheese right in the middle of a plate, right in the middle of your serving plate, the plate you're going to serve it on. Okay. Now, you want to open up a can of crab meat, which ours is right here. The, the can of crab meat, it's about the size of a tuna can, like a can of tuna. Okay. When you open it up, you're going to feel some paper in there. The paper, it's either got a little paper top or the crab meat is wrapped in paper. You know, the, the, this paper insert is put in, and the crab is added, and then the paper is closed. So just be careful of that. Be leery of that when you open this crab meat. But we want to dump the crab meat right on top. Drain it. Okay, drain it, drain it. But drop it. Put it right on top of your cream cheese. Last but not least, chili sauce. 
It's sold by the ketchups, condiments. It's called chili sauce. The bottle is kind of octagonal or hexagonal. It's got a cool shape. You'll feel it once you know it. But it's almost like a spicy ketchup, a ketchup with chili sauce, with chili in it, you know? It's great. But you want to dump that, just dump that on top of the crab. Let it run all over everything, over the cream cheese. And then around the outside edge of your plate, put on some, add some rich crackers, some sociable crackers, Melba toast, anything like that. Put a little knife in it so you can chop some off and spread it on there. You're good to go. Or a fork. You know, a fork even works better. Because with a fork, you can go down through the crab into the cream cheese, pull it out. You can spread it on your cracker, your Melba toast, whatever, and indulge yourself. It is so awesome. So good, 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 good. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to make dessert. And we're about done with Valentine's Day, man. See how easy I told you it was going to be easy. Delicious. We'll be right back. Delicious. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. We're, uh, how about dessert? Dessert, y'all, is going to be as easy as the others. I guarantee it. Product Hill Country, fair instant chocolate flavored pudding and pie filling. Product description, 5.85 ounce, 166G. Okay, so we've got instant chocolate pudding. The large package, okay, comes in a 1.7, and I think this is a... 3.1 or something like that. It's a large package. Because believe me, you're going to want to make some extra of this, too. Oh, yeah. We just emptied the package into the bowl. I'm using my six-cup perfect mixing bowl. Okay. Two cups of milk. And then we just stir it up. (laughs) I told y'all it was going to be yummy. I was going to take care of my peeps. Us dudes got to stick together, man. Okay. One cup of milk. And I'm just pouring it in my measuring cup. I'm holding my finger over the top. Again, I'm holding it between my thumb and and middle finger. My forefinger is just kind of lingering over the top so that when I feel the milk, and because it's cold, you can really feel it easily. Yep. Get to the top. Just dump it in. Boom, I'm holding the measuring cup over the bowl. There we are. It's in. Now it's time to make pudding. (laughs) Mix it up. That's all we do. Just stir. Slowly, easily, methodically. You don't have to stir real fast because you'll end up spreading it everywhere. Don't want to do that. Just keep stirring. If you have a mixer, mix it. Yeah. Okay, it's starting to get thicker now, Tim. Excellent. See how easy this is? Dessert. Chocolate pudding. Oh man. Now, if you have a if you think about it, pick up a just a chocolate bar. Oh yeah. Okay. And then take that with your grater. And after you pour what we're gonna do is once this gets all the way done, when you serve it. We're going to put it in, uh, you want to put it in some little separate ramekins or its own little separate bowl or little dessert cup or something. You know, if you have uh, martini glasses, put it in the martini glass. That would be cool. 
Yeah, that would be cool. Something a little different, something a little unique, something that'll make her say, wow, you're my Valentine. <laughs> oh, yeah. So once you get it put in there, take a little bit of that chocolate bar and run it through the grater to shave off some chocolate over the top of it. And then we're going to top it off with a chocolate chip cookie. Oh, man. Stuck right into, right into it. Man. Now, if you want to get crazy and creative, I bet you might be able to cut it into the shape of a heart if you're good. Yeah. Well, that's one thing you can do and we've done before is like with the cream cheese that we made, the appetizer. I had a heart-shaped cookie cutter, a four-inch cookie cutter, and I pushed the cream cheese into it to form the shape of the heart. And then we put the crab over the top and then the chili sauce. So, oh, there you go. Okay, we've got pudding, Timothy. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to put this. We've got some nine-ounce ramekins. They're about four inches in diameter. The sides are about oh, an inch, inch and a half tall. I'm just going to spoon this out and put it in them. And then dessert is done. That's how you'd serve it. Put it on its own little plate. Just pull it out of the fridge afterwards. After you're done eating. After you've cleared the table of her other. Pour her a nice glass of red wine. Maybe refill her tea. Whatever you're doing. Do it, man. Do it. Yeah. All right, folks. Oh, this is great. I'm just spooning it out and putting it in. Mm-mm-mm. So in less than an hour, y'all, we just helped you make Valentine's dinner for your sweetheart. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. More cooking in the dark. We'll bring it all together. We'll go back through everything again. Get your notepads ready. Get ready. We'll be back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Valentine's Day special. So your grocery list, y'all. Let's talk about them. Spaghetti, chicken, either already pre-cooked or canned, like four cans of, of canned chicken if you can get it. I know you can. Or if you're going to do it yourself, we use three boneless, skinless chicken breasts. We bought the frozen kind. Just put them in a skillet with water and let them do their thing. About took about 15 minutes. We flipped them after seven minutes, then flipped them. Then about uh, another seven minutes on the other side. Again, the, it was on a medium high heat, with about a cup of water in the skillet with the chicken breast. That's good to go. So, chicken breast, spaghetti, spaghetti sauce, a jar of spaghetti sauce, whatever turns you, whatever you, whatever you want to do with spaghetti sauce. But just get the get the store bought the jar. You're good to go. Bam. One 16 ounce bag of grated mozzarella. One 16 ounce bag of grated mozzarella, or two eight ounce bags, and then an eight ounce bag of sharp cheddar cheese. And then a pint, the small container, of sliced white mushrooms. That's it. You want to bring, uh, you want to boil your spaghetti for about seven minutes. You want to cook your chicken through. And then you can shred it by taking two forks and just running them opposite each other. You can dice it. You can slice it like we did in thin slices. However you want to do it. If you want to use brown meat, if you want to use, I mean, if you want to use ground turkey, ground beef, ground chicken, do it. If you want to use shrimp, do it. I've even done this where I've used, uh, you know, Polish sausage links, Tim. Oh, nice. Slice those similar to the way we, we slice the chicken, you know, into about quarter inch long, I mean, wide strips. And I cut them at an angle so you don't have just a circle. You know, it's more of an... 
right, right. looking. Yeah, it was kind of it's very cool. But any type of meat you want to throw in there, and like I said, if you want to buy just meatballs at the store, and then they'll bake out. You know, I mean, if you're going to be making, if you're not going to be storing it, if you're making it the same day you're serving it, go ahead and just pull your meatballs out and let them thaw, or stick them in the microwave for a little bit, and they'll thaw out. You yep, know, yep. And then you're you're good to go with those too. So ah, easy, easy, easy. Okay, you're also going to need. A box, a large box of instant chocolate pudding mix. It's a 3.1 ounce, 3.2, something like that. 3.4 maybe. I forget the exact size. Instant chocolate pudding, big box. Or if you want to do another flavor, do banana or do pistachio or vanilla or butterscotch. Man, it's all good. We chose chocolate because we're sticking a chocolate chip cookie into it. You know, what somebody else suggested was one of the... um, it's a tube cookie. Oh, yeah, you know, those are good. chocolate yep. tube cookie. Those are excellent, too. Anything you want to do just to dress up that instant chocolate pudding when you serve it. Because you're going to be serving in its own little bowl, like we talked about, a martini glass, or I'm going to be using a ramekin. Bam, there it is. Now, for the side salad, we just combined. You know, if you can find it at the grocery store, they make salads pre-made, ready to go. Dump it in a bowl and serve it. You're excellent. If not, I use Ramon, um, romaine lettuce. And you can find it already. We get it here already cut up. If not, get ahead of it and just pull it off and chop it up. Wash off the leaves and chop it up. But I know you can find it already packaged, ready to go. That's it. Appetizer, cream cheese, a can of crab meat, and a bottle of chili sauce. The chili sauce is about 12 ounces. The cream cheese that you want is going to be 8 ounces. And the can of crab meat is about the size of a it's about the size of a, of a tuna can. Okay, a can of tuna, the small can of tuna. So... That's all you need for your appetizer and some chips or crackers or Melba toast, whatever you want to serve with your crackers. So think about it. Appetizer, four items. Your main dish, uh, one, two, six items, two cheeses, you know, the spaghetti, the spaghetti sauce, the chicken, the mushrooms, and the two cheeses. That's it. The salad, whatever you want to do with the salad, you're on. And you just need milk and, and your pudding mix for the for the dessert and a cookie. Great excuse to buy some Chippewa cookies, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, man, those I won't. They will be in the pantry this week, but they won't be here next week. No, no, it, no way. So listen, y'all. We're hoping you're having a great Valentine's Day. Take care of your sweethearts. Sweethearts, take care of your guys. Guys, take care of everybody, please. Because man, it's Valentine's Day. Love is in the air, as Dean Martin says. Amore. <laughs> y'all don't go anywhere. We will be back next week. Cheryl will be back, and um, we're gonna do uh something else real simple. How about a seven can taco soup? Mm. Next week on Cooking in the Dark. Hey, Tim, I hope you took notes, man, because I know what Cheryl's expecting. Uh, I did. I did. All right. We'll see you all next week, y'all. Cooking in the Dark. A-M-F. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to the Bombardier. Bum, 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 bum,